Welcome in, everybody. 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. It's time for the Broncos Blitz for Wednesday? Wednesday, the 24th. May 24th. That's right, 2017. You were on your dates better last uh, yesterday. yesterday, yeah. The, the podcast, we didn't get up till early <laughs> this morning or mid-morning. Uh, anywho, uh, 5280 Sports Network, this is the Broncos Blitz. I'm Jake Marsing, your Denver Broncos beat writer, managing editor, at 5280SN, joined, as always, by the great Ryan Green. Yes, I am Ryan Green. And you are great. That's, yeah. Both of those things are factually All true. All right. Hey, we're out here at the UCL Training Center because guess what? Uh, the Broncos... Are uh, out here at the UCL Training Center. When the Broncos are here, we're here. That's how it rolls. Uh, Broncos were out here today. Uh, they had their second day of OTA practice, mm-hmm. what we believe to have been a Paxton Lynch day. Of course, we cannot confirm that. Because we did not see anything, and we did not talk to the head coach. You know, if I was a Broncos fan into conspiracy theories, I would say that's not a good sign for Paxton Lynch because they're hiding him from us. Which yeah. is completely, um, that's a joke. How much you want to bet the next time we're out here it's a Trevor Simeon day again? Well, then the controversy theory, has a uh, I have has a some theory legs. about the Broncos trying to pump, trying to motivate Paxton through the media. But okay. That's a whole other conversation. That's a that's probably an off mic conversation. I forgot my tinfoil hat for that. So, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> no, I don't I don't necessarily think that's happening. Uh, it was something that someone brought oh, to my I'm, attention. I'm sure they're trying to motivate Paxton any way they can. Oh yeah, and and they should be because he's the guy who has to be their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it would be fun I think on this podcast if you and I disagreed on this topic more regularly than we do. Well, then we should be dumber. We should be. Uh, but we don't really disagree on this. You and I see eye-to-eye on this quarterback issue. And I wanted to dive into it a little bit more today on the pod. We'll All talk right. about what we heard out here in a couple minutes. Uh, it'll be probably a short pod. But I wanted to dive into this a little bit more with you about exactly where we think this quarterback situation is at based on what we saw yesterday, how this process is going along what we kind of believe. Uh, I believe Paxton Lynch is, this is his job to lose. I believe that through both reporting and through what uh, my own eyes have seen, as I said yesterday. With that said, there is a very real chance that Trevor Simeon is your starting quarterback next season. The issue with that, and something that somebody brought up today, if Trevor Simeon is your quarterback this season, and he's your guy, and you've decided he's your guy, you got to pay him. Right. That's the issue that complements everything. Yes. Because you got to remember, Pat, Trevor's been in the league uh, a year longer. Mm-hmm. This is his third season in the league. As a seventh rounder. As a seventh rounder. He's on a four-year contract, and he doesn't have an option because he was a seventh-round pick. So, obviously, he doesn't have that first-round pick option. So, you've got this year and next year with him under contract. And if he's been your starting quarterback for two years, you're in, you, you, do you really want to go into the, your last season if he's going to be your guy? Without paying him, really, you've got. If he's your guy, you got to pay him. That compliment that that complicates things in a weird way that I don't think we've talked about. You or you ship him off, you trade him, you move him, you do those sorts of things. That's that's what I was going to say. I think. I mean, if you're looking at it strategically, if Paxton is still not ready, and that's a very real possibility, he's learning another offense. I think it fits him more. I think he's going to be a little more comfortable there. Uh, but if you still say he's raw and you still want him on the bench and the offensive line is still not good, so you're going to put Trevor in as a uh, crash test dummy, then maybe this is the audition tape for Trevor Simeon. And then you can say, all right, here's what here's what Trevor is. 
what would you give us for this? Hey, and New York you Jets. Get, right, hey, right. Because, yeah. um, again, I just, I don't, and maybe I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it concerns me that I haven't seen it yet, but maybe I just haven't seen Trevor being the franchise guy yet. You and I both he's not agree, that kind of guy. right, 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 and and so, or at least that's what we think. Uh, I think Paxton has shown me the flashes as to why they traded up for him, um, and again, it all depends on how much work Paxton is willing to put in. Because the one thing we heard all last year was that he was not getting the playbook down. He was having yeah. trouble, you know. Not you know, Trevor was the first quarterback in, and they wanted Paxton to be the first guy in. Um, so it's all down to Paxton's work ethic, and he worked out with the quarterback coach. They brought in a offense coordinator and quarterback coach that really suits his strengths. And I think, like you and I have said, I think all the signs are just pointing that Pax, this is Paxton's job to lose. But it's he can I don't lose it, and I and I don't want them handing it to him. So if Trevor comes in and they still see that he that Trevor is the best quarterback then okay he's earned it give it to him but if if it's a tie it's going to pass yeah, and here's what here's the thing you and I can only talk about what we see right mm-hmm. there was this conversation last night on Twitter with some fans and some Broncos media people out here oh, my fans are at each other's necks about this yeah thing. about Oh, you're so biased. All the media is so biased towards no. Simeon. Well, first of all, if you've ever listened to this podcast, yeah. that's not true. Um, but Maybe you I, should listen. Yeah, more. I think you and I would both say we can only talk about what we see. And everybody sees things a little bit differently. Right. What we see or what we're told, right? So what I see is, and this is, comes from both his tape during the season and what we've seen in practice. Trevor Simeon is a check down He's a checkdown Charlie. Um, yeah. Even in seven on seven yesterday, he was taking checkdowns. Yep. Um, is that a bad thing? In my opinion, yes, it is. When you're taking checkdowns in seven on seven, uh, and if you were out in training camp last year as a fan, you saw it because he did the same thing in camp. He was taking checkdowns in seven on seven and nine on seven drills, where he really should not be taking checkdowns when you're essentially throwing against almost against air. Mm-hmm. There's no need to be taking checkdowns. Um, Paxton Lynch though is aggressive willing to force the ball downfield, sometimes unnecessarily. He, he split a double team yesterday. Probably yeah. didn't need to throw into that double team, but he split it, completed a nice long pass down the field for one of the better players that day. Now, we can't say everything about what we see, and we, can, we can't say that we see everything. You know what I mean? Right. There's a lot that we don't get the chance to see. There's a lot that, even when we're out there, we don't get the chance to see. So when we're talking about this quarterback competition, Ryan, I think it's important to clarify that you and I can only report what we know to be true. And what I know to be true is that the Broncos, there are many, many people in this building who believe that this job is Paxton Lynch's to lose and want to see him earn it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. He has to earn it eventually. Right. He's a he is a uh, he's a first round draft pick at quarterback that you traded up to get. Mm-hmm. And the realities of the NFL are you are going to play that guy one way or another. You're going to play that guy unless he is worth? unless he is just the greatest, most monumental bust in the history of monumental busts. Which is and Ryan Leaf got two seasons. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's not that's not true. He's not a monumental bust. We've seen right. enough out of him in that Tampa Bay game, in Atlanta even at times. He, mm-hmm. he had a couple of, I mean, 
The arm talent is obvious. The mobility is obvious. He throws high on guys sometimes, which isn't necessarily great. But he's got these crazy physical skills. And I think the second part of his game is moving in the right direction. The thing that you just mentioned a second ago that I want to end on on this for me, and then I'll give it over to you, was we talk about leveling the playing field, right? And, mm-hmm. and Paxton being so far behind the eight ball. Right. I don't think he is that far behind the eight Not ball. Not anymore. I think Trevor... I think he was last year. I my impressions from yesterday, and the more I thought about this, the more convinced I am of this. My impressions from yesterday, of the, from those pressers, Paxton is is more confident than Trevor Simeon is. Okay. That's the impression I got. And it's totally speculative, totally... Subjective. Subjective opinion that... But just looking at Paxton, he is a far more confident player than I saw him be last year. And that is a huge improvement for the Broncos if you're thinking that maybe this first-round kid we took has a chance to be a legit uh, a legit starting quarterback for us. Partly because the scheme that he's in, I think, fits him better. And partly because he's no longer playing catch-up to Trevor mm-hmm. Simeon. Mm-hmm. Trevor and Paxton are both learning this offense at the same time. Now, are they taking it in at the same pace? That I don't know. Uh, but they're both coming into it at the same time on a, on a level playing field. Trevor even said yesterday, it's very different from what they were doing last year. And it is, I think it's different in a way that benefits Tre- uh, Paxton over uh, a way that benefits Trevor. All I want for fans to understand is that if we say Paxton Lynch had a good day, or we think he's going to start. It doesn't mean we hate Trevor Simeon's And vice guts. versa. And vice versa. Absolutely. We are reporting what we see. If we And the reporting varies uh, from what other people see. You know, people stand on different sides of the field. So maybe someone doesn't see, you know, a, a, pers- a, a defender that someone else is, sees, and you know. Maybe maybe the double team you saw him split was a single team to someone else yeah. on the other side of the field. That's what, in the media, we're not picking favorites. We don't care who starts. This is this is the team we report on no matter what. Half the guys in the media room were here when they were 4 and 12. Mm-hmm. They don't care who starts. They're just reporting on what they see and what they hear. But There's no favorites. There's no conspiracy that you know the Broncos are are paying reporters to talk good about Paxton Lynch and talk bad about Trevor Simeon or vice versa. It's just what it is. Some of us will see that Paxton, and maybe some of us think that what it takes to be a quarterback is different. Maybe some people say just don't get turn over the football like Gary Kubiak did. That's fine. And then Trevor Simeon will probably fit your view better. At the moment, I think we both believe that this is Paxton's job to lose, mainly because of what we've seen in the offseason with hires and what he's been doing training wise and what we've seen at OTA so far. Yeah. And I don't think we're, I don't think what we've seen, even if it is what we have seen personally is that far off from reality. No, I think you're absolutely right. Look, the Broncos quarterback situation is ultimately going to be decided by, I think Games are going to be hugely important mm-hmm. in this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, my guess would be that this thing is decided probably right around... Uh, week three, hopefully? Probably ahead of that week two right, game good. would be my guess. Good. Or right right after that week like two game. Like starting quarterback? Yeah. All right. After that week two game. That's early, man. So that you have week three. So right, he's your right. guy full, full, all right. going into Dress rehearsal. Three. I get you. Yeah, that, that would be my... I think that's the ideal timeline for this thing. But right now... I, 
the impression that I get, and other guys out here are getting different impressions. I understand that. There are a lot of people writing that Trevor Simeon is in the lead for this job. Was he more accurate yesterday? Yeah, he was. Was he necessarily the better quarterback? No, I think it depends on what you look for out of a quarterback. Uh, Paxton Lynch has all the physical talent in the world. I think it was a matter of confidence uh, for him to be able to put that together. And I think he's getting to the point now where we're starting to see that come out on the field. All right, let's quickly talk about what we saw out here today. Broncos in their second day of, I think it's phase three of the OTA period, I think is officially what we got figured out. Or maybe I'm totally off base on that. Either way, these are mandatory OTAs, right? Right, Ryan? From uh, yeah, they're they're full team, yeah, mandatory. Yeah. Well, everybody's out here, one way or another. Um, right. the, nobody's out here missing. So, uh, everyone's out here. Everybody's all set and ready to go. Uh, we didn't get to see anything today. We talked to Vaughn Miller a little bit. Vaughn wants to get a choreographer <laughs> right. to organize uh, dances. We chatted about that uh-huh. in the video. Anything that you saw or heard from those three press conferences, Joe Woods, Brock Olivo, Von Miller, that uh, you thought were uh, important? Um, listening to Joe Woods, I think, all right, so one, I think Joe Woods needs to lift his hat up a little bit. His bill is way too low. Yeah, he's and not Maybe he's, it's because I was shooting him as a photographer. But was he getting shadow? He was, yeah, well, you just couldn't see his eyes unless he was, like, looking right at you. Yeah. Uh, but the thing I get about Joe Woods is that there's probably not going to be a drop-off in defensive performance this yeah. year. Uh, it, it may be a little more aggressive. Uh, the run defense, I think, is going to be better. But anyone worried about... You know the the type of attitude they had with Wade Phillips the past two years. It's still going to be there. Joe Woods. That's what I got from him. Brock Olivo still frightens me, but still makes me want to play football more than anyone has in the entirety of my life. Uh, he's really just the the way he broke down even special teams. I've never heard someone, and maybe it was just a question, but I've never heard someone you know get into specifics about what he's looking for in a kick returner or a punt returner. Uh, Vaughn, the only takeaway I got was that uh, he's focusing on cardio a lot more because he wants to stay on the field a lot more, which I think every fan wants to hear. Can you imagine how great it would be for the Denver Broncos if Vaughn Miller was on the field 20 additional snaps a game, 10 to 15, right. 10, even 10 additional snaps a and, game? And honestly, I think that's probably what his coach has told him. And he probably is getting two to three more sacks a year. Right, and, and so, I mean, you look at last year, and, and when it comes to Vaughn Miller, you definitely want him fresh. So if if it was, like you were saying, I think you said every five to seven snaps he was coming out, if that's what he needs to be the Von Miller, be at his peak the whole game, then keep yeah. it that way. But if you are trying to experiment with the cardio, see if it helps him, see if he can keep that strength, uh, I, I, would, I would think it's going to add to his quickness, then yes, absolutely. If, if you can go up to Von Miller and say, hey, all we need is you on the field 15 more plays, I think you would buy into that, no question. No, I, I, I think he absolutely would, and I think that's what his goal is mm-hmm. out here. Vaughn was asked specifically about goals for this season. He said that he didn't he didn't necessarily want to talk about them, but that this next season, the next season he always looks at as being the best season he's going to have. I think Vaughn Miller needs a 20-sack year. Needs, needs he needs that. a defensive player of the year. Yeah, he needs I'm that uh, DPOI. Yeah. He, he and needs, it may not be this year. It could be next year, but he needs one I to... Mean, how, solidify it. We're entering Vaughn's sixth year in the league. Uh-huh. Um, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 6... So, so this is his year. seventh. This he's is in his seventh, seventh year yeah. in the league. Um, 
Well, six and a half if you can. Yeah, well, he's in the process of his seventh yeah. year in the league. Uh, this this fall will be his seventh year in the league. He's getting to the point now where he's in he's in his prime right now. Right. We're almost. Can you believe that? We're almost getting to the point with Von Miller though, where in the next two to three years, we're going to potentially start to see that decline. I know Broncos fans just shuddered a little bit. It's it's true. It's it's wild to think that. Because he, we're, we're seven years in with Vaughn now. He's mm-hmm. in his seventh year. By 2020, we'll be, he'll be a 10-year vet. I mean, he'll be a, he'll be in a, he'll be a 10-year guy almost. Right. Um, 2021, I guess, will be a 10-year mm-hmm. guy. Um, so four years from now. That's a long ways off, certainly. But Vaughn has to start accumulating those counting stats. We talked about Vaughn's impact on games is is obvious. It's notable, but Vaughn. My thing with Vaughn is I want to see him start getting counting stats because I want just selfishly. I think Vaughn Miller has the potential to be the best, one of the best players that's ever played football. Absolutely. I think he gets caught up sometimes in some of the silly things, in some of the, you know, he's a goofy guy. He's a goofy guy, yeah. Um, but I want to see him develop into that guy, and that starts with getting the counting stats. That starts with getting twenty sacks, a twenty sack season, right? Where he's you know has, has that, that crazy DPOY kind of JJ yeah. Watt kind of year. Uh, that's something that I think Von Miller could be very capable of this year. The issue is he's going to be the focus of offensive coordinators, just like he was last season, right. probably more this year. Uh, and we'll go from there. So hey. pick it up, Shane Ray. Yeah, Shane, it's on you. Um, anything you wanted to hit on? No, I think we got it all. All right. Um, one quick thing, because people are hitting me up on this on Twitter. Uh, we're going to have a piece later today from Justin Michael, probably tonight or tomorrow, on Brandon McManus's contract. Just updating you kind of on where that all stands. McManus has an RFA tender he has yet to sign. He wants a long-term deal. Broncos, from my understanding, hesitant to give him a long-term contract. Because he's a, I mean, he's a kicker. Right. Why would you pay a kicker a whole lot of money? Last time they paid a kicker a whole lot of money, that did not uh, work out so well for them. Right, but look at what Baltimore got with Justin Tucker. Yeah, I mean, it's a conversation you have to have. Yeah. Is Brandon McManus Justin Tucker? Is he? Is Brandon McManus on that level of NFL kicker? Tell I don't what, think he is. I don't think Broncos win the Super Bowl without him. He had some good. He had he some, had good some games. really good kicks. He had some good games. He, he was very clutch, but. It, if this were last year, he may have a little more leverage. Yeah. By the way, my favorite thing to do during practices with the Broncos is watch Brandon McManus. Just him and Riley around. Dixon have so fun. They just so walk around. Fun. That's the life, man. The NFL long kicker, snapper, right. an NFL kicker. Just get a hang I'd rather out. be a long snapper. I don't want a kicker. You, yeah, kicker, you know, there's one, the pressure. One bad kick and you're done. Long snapper, you're snapping. Yeah. You're just pulled. Oh, yeah, just don't screw legs. up. Yeah. And then you got to run down the field. All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here because Ryan Green has to do more important things. It's mainly just hot. That's all I want to Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> um, so we'll get out of here. Hey, be sure to check in. Uh, we haven't played sound on this show in a while, I just realized. No. We'll, we'll get back to that eventually, and we'll get back in studio someday, someday. Uh, maybe. I just said someday twice in a sentence. That means it's time to get out of here. Yeah, heat exhaustion. Uh, hey, Ryan, did you host this morning? I did with Matt. It was How'd really fun. How'd that go? It was It was good. I, I was worried about how we would talk for two hours. I've done a one-hour show. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Yeah. But we filled two hours, and it was... Who drove? Uh, Matt, Matt drove. That was. Right. I'll drive. That was him fun. Him. I'll drive All right, that's cool. Um, we have to probably plan that out a little bit. Yeah, I want to get guests on. I want to get. I want to get guests on. Oh wow! All right, that's, we'll, we'll make uh, we'll make a thing out of it. But hey, check that out. I'm sure there's a podcast of it somewhere. Uh, it's definitely there's some segments on Audio Boom if you go on Audio Boom through My Eye Sports. Yeah, so check that out. Listen to Ryan on the radio. 
uh, listen to uh, yesterday's podcast, which went up a little bit late, so be sure to check that out here, some of our initial observations from yesterday. Also, uh, what else is up on the site right now? Uh, The story that's going to go along with this, the video that's going to go along with this, we'll have stuff. All day long. Blake Street uh, Irregulars podcast coming out. Rockies continue to remain hot. I want to get home tonight in time to watch a Rockies game. I have not actually watched a Rockies Uh, game yet this season. All right, so if they lose, you can't watch again. Exactly, because I've been been so busy doing other stuff, and I'm not covering them, so I haven't really had the chance to, to if, watch. If you don't love Charlie Blackman by the end of tonight, all right. you are not I love I love watching The Rockies. Oh. I just haven't had a chance to watch a whole right. game yet. I've watched good. parts, but... Who's pitching tonight? Um, anyway, this is Broncos podcast. We yeah, know. we'll we'll figure that out. Save that for the Rockies podcast. Uh, hey, so yeah, we'll have that. We'll have a, a very cool announcement, by the way. Oh. We brought a, uh, potentially a new member of our team. Oh. That'll be well, coming. I know who you're talking that'll about. Be, but... Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but that'll be coming next week. Uh, we will let, keep you in on, on all the details on that. So if you want to stay tuned to that, check out all the content being posted at 5280sportsnetwork.com. We will be back out here tomorrow as the Broncos finish up week one of phase 3.75769 of the offseason training activities. For everybody at 5280 Sports Network, he's Ryan Green. DJ Marson. This is the Broncos Blitz on 5280 Sports Network.